0: Welcome to the Three Point Stance with your host, Dave Whipke. Hello and welcome to the Maiden Voyage of the Three Point Stance podcast. I'm your host, Dave Whipke, who happens to be a 19-year veteran of covering the local gridiron scene here in and around the Pittsburgh area. I've covered schools from Norwin and North Hills. McKeesport to McGuffey and West Allegheny to Washington. If there's been a game in those regions, I've been fortunate enough to see quite a few players from this region move on to uh, Division I college careers, and even a few more uh, have reached the, the pinnacle of the National Football League. It's a rich history here in the Whippey and I have been uh, blessed to be a small part of it. But this is my first go of uh, doing a podcast. So uh, this is going to be a fun journey for myself and for whoever will be uh, taking the time to listen to this. So uh, again, thank you so much for uh, deciding to come along for this ride. Some of the programs I uh, will be keeping an eye on will be uh, located in and around the South Hills of Pittsburgh, other areas as well. Programs such as Cannon McMillan, Peters Township, Wash High in Washington, McGuffey, Trinity, Fort Cherry. Even uh, programs such as Bell Vernon, Gateway, and Penn Hills uh, will tend to be keeping an eye on. One of the storylines, of course, will be uh, Bell Vernon is defending AAA champions in both the Whipial and the state, the PIAA, led by their do-everything running back, who's an All-American, uh, Quentin Martin, who will be attending and playing at Penn State in 2024, number one recruit in the state. Also, keep an eye out for Aliquippa, who's in Quad A, even though their enrollment says they're more like Single A. (laughs) Uh, Don't ask me how that works. I don't want to get involved in that here. But uh, kudos to them, as Darrell Rivas was just inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, this summer, marking the third quip to uh, make that honor. He joins Mike Ditka and uh, Ty Law as three aliquippa quips to uh, be Pro Football Hall of Famers. aliquippa has the distinction of having the most alums in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So good on the quips. Uh, a little sidebar with them: The Kraft Heinz Company uh, recently announced that they are donating 1.3 million dollars to the naming of the Alequippa Stadium, which was also known as Ashman Stadium, will now be known as Heinz Field. So Heinz Field still lives. In Western Pennsylvania, I'll also be keeping an eye on some Cinderella stories, such as, for example, in the Maple Town Maples going 11 and one last year, uh, making a run into the Whippeal playoffs, bringing a lot of pride to that small Green County community. Last year, the Hemfield Spartans out in the East started the season five and zero, bringing a lot, generating a lot of excitement there. Uh, the Little Trobe Wildcats also uh, just down the road just down Route 30 from them, uh, winning a playoff game for the first time in more than 50 years last year. So uh, this Friday night I will be in attendance at Peters Township High School. Uh, They'll be hosting Fox Chapel in Week 0 play. The Indians are expected and should have another strong team coming back this year. Looking forward to watching them do battle as uh, Coach T.J. Platt continues to build out his program in Washington County. McMurray, if you will. But we're going to start in 6A. we got Central Catholic, who has a ton of talent. They have up to five players that are garnering, uh, or actually have received many Division One offers. Ty Uhas, a lineman. He committed to Pitt recently. Cole Specka has committed to Michigan. Central Catholic, tough as always. Ryan Lehmire who uh, is first-year coach there, there in Oakland. They should be the odds-on favorite to probably uh, bring home whippy old gold in 6A. But one of the uh, schools that could be challenging them this year, along with Mount Lebanon and Seneca Valley, Cannon McMillan, uh, led by uh, Coach Mike Evans, who has been building out that program slowly but surely. Uh, They had up to 100 players Show up for the beginning of fall camp this year. So they do have the numbers for sure as a 6A school. Good on them for uh, uh, showing the enthusiasm to to build a, a winning program here in Cannonsburg. Coach Evans' son, Mikey Evans, he's a senior quarterback. Threw for 18 touchdowns last year as a left-hander. And is expected to uh, be the linchpin of a pretty strong offensive ball club. Bringing in uh, Zach Welsh, running back. Transferring from uh, Wash High. Has a uh, a boatload of receivers: uh, Brayden Matto, Jaden Baxter, Zion Henderson, among others. Caden Singleton, uh, tight end. He is a Division One uh, recruit and a commit to the University of Delaware. So congratulations to uh, Mr. Singleton. He's going to apply his trade mostly as defensive end when he gets to college. Uh, also. Um, Going to lead the defense as well from the defensive end position. Gino Calgaro, linebacker who led the team in tackles last year, is back. Uh, the aforementioned uh, Mr. Henderson, and also uh, going to play corner as well. So they uh, have high level performers at each level of the defense. They open their season uh, week zero, They're going to travel out to Harrison City and take on uh, the Pentraffer Warriors, who are all looking to bounce back after a uh, subpar season. They won. Uh, Whipple in pi double a goal two years ago that will be a a pretty good matchup i think so i think the big Macs uh, are in a good position to potentially win that ball game they lost by a touchdown last year this year's on the road good test for both schools so wish uh, coach evans luck uh, Wish the rest of the big max luck and that's one of the better tailgating scenes in uh, in and around southwest pennsylvania for sure especially uh and uh, the parking area across the train track from behind the stadium, which they had uh, uh, had remodeled uh, behind the press box area. I you know, always enjoy pulling in there and uh, walking amongst the public on my way to the press box there. Uh, always a good scene in Cannonsburg. Uh, one of their neighborhood rivals who plays a 5A level, the aforementioned Peters Township Indians, looking to bounce back. Um, they uh, finished 6-4 and four last year. Missed out on the playoffs. A rarity for them as of late. Uh, Coach Plack, as I said, has done a really nice job building that program up. Playing in a very tough conference as well. They'll be doing battle with the likes of Upper St. Clair, Bethel Park, Moon, Baldwin. Uh, They will have their hands full uh, in that conference. But they'll they'll be prepared. They'll be ready to go. Um, They bring back 19 starters. 10 on defense, 9 on offense. Uh, Their senior class last year was quite small, so they, uh, you could kind of say they took it in the teeth a little bit against some of the older programs, the programs that have more experience, if you will. But that should serve them well this year going into 2023. Their offense will be led by senior quarterback Chris Sabrone. He threw for nearly 2,000 yards last year. Be throwing to the likes of wide receiver Carter Shanafelt and Ethan Wertman. Uh, senior Nick Curry at running back uh, will be their uh, bell cow in the backfield. And her defense, um, again, as I said, had 10 starters back. Uh, Mickey Vaccarella, Mickey Vaccarello, I should say, will be the uh, leader there. He also has several Division I offers and is a really, really, really good athlete. Had a chance to see him play in the Peters Township uh, boys' basketball run to the Whitby Finals last year. Very instrumental coming off the bench, uh, do-it-all guy, as the Indians eventually reached the, the Peterson Events Center before they fell to Penn Hills in the finals last year. But I, I fully expect uh, Coach Plack and the Indians to rebound, contend for the conference crown, and make a deep run In 5A in the playoffs this year. Uh, Another local school that kind of fell short of expectations, uh, Coach Mike Bosnick's Washington High Prexies. Usually you can count on them to uh, win the Class AA Century Conference. That did not happen last year. They finished 500 overall. Uh, had a blowout loss to Stowe Rocks, lost to Keystone Oaks, uh, and a lost at home to McGuffey by 20 points to close out the season. Uh, they did win a playoff game last year. They avenged their earlier season loss to Sarah Catholic, were able to beat them before they eventually lost in the next round of the playoffs. The Prexies will be led by the trio of Reuben Gordon, Eddie Lewis, and Xavier Willis expected to be the leaders on that team this upcoming fall so they should be very typical Washington Prexy team very athletic very fast uh, on offense defense will need to be a little bit more disciplined and tackle better they didn't do that very well last year Uh, coach Bosnick had said in the preseason that was one of the things they worked on in preseason camp it was being more disciplined being more sound fundamentally in tackling and just enjoying the game more Uh, it seemed like last year a few times I did see the prexies especially down the stretch last year. Uh, it w- it was a labor. It was a chore for them. That should not be. That's one of the more uh, storied programs in the area, and it was very odd to see the Prexies not make the deep run in the playoffs that they typically do. Uh, I would expect uh, Coach Bosnick's Prexies to uh, uh, atone for that in um, 2023. Um, one of their rivals... The McGuffey Highlanders, the aforementioned McGuffey Highlanders, led by Coach Ed Dalton. He of the flex bone, triple option offense, an offense that you typically do not see very often anymore at the high score or college level. Uh, you may see it at the service academies, Air Force, Army, Navy. Uh, if you want to harken back to when Nebraska and Oklahoma were doing battle in the Big Eight, uh, with Colorado when the option was king, even Notre Dame when Lou Holtz was there, Tony Rice, a quarterback. The McGuffey likes to the punch you in the face, especially on offense. Uh, they're not interested in spreading you out and uh, throwing the ball around 30 to 40 times. They're going to run the fullback. They're going to run some misdirection. Uh, they're going to run some quarterback keep. They're going to try to, um, again, try to uh, trick you, but at the same time they're going to really – Try to out physical you, and that's what McGuffey's brand is. And uh, Coach Dalton and the Highlanders have done a good job. If they've gone to the playoffs four straight years, I've uh, had twelve consecutive winning seasons. He's he's built a the winner there, no question about it. Uh, they have some uh, pieces to to definitely um, replace Dylan Drobage, the fullback, should be one of the ones they should build around. Connor Crow, a quarterback, running the option, and they have eight starters coming back on defense. Also note they have 33 upperclassmen, juniors and seniors total. And, again, if you play for a double-A school and you have that many upperclassmen, you should be very successful. And, again, I I expect McGuffey to really, uh, again, challenge for the Century Conference title. They'll be doing battle with Wash High and Stowe Rocks, Keystone Oaks, and the like. It should be an exciting fall in Taylorstown. Ed Dalton's previous stop, the Trinity Hillers, are looking to improve upon their four and six season last year. They have twenty two seniors coming back. That's always a good thing. Is they're going to be uh, in Quad A in the Big Eight Conference, dealing with the likes of Thomas Jefferson, Laurel Highlands, McKeesport. Sport. Perhaps they can sneak in and get one of those playoff spots. Andrew Durig, they're all everything on offense. A receiver, running back, may put him at the Wildcat quarterback position. Average eight yards a touch last year. Always good to have a player like that back. Especially you have a Braden Helmkamp, left tackle, six foot five, two hundred seventy-four pounds. Has also several Division one offers as well. So expect the, the Hillers to improve upon their four and six season last year. May can flip that to six and four and get back in the playoff land, Hiller land. That would be a good thing. And finally, another one of the squads I'm I'm keeping my eye on locally, the Fort Cherry Rangers. Uh, They're an interesting story as they had a freshman lead them last year. They had a freshman do everything for them last year, Matt Sieg. He totaled 3,200 yards from scrimmage last year, playing quarterback, uh, occasionally a run-the-ball receiver, uh, also 44 total touchdowns. He's going to be a sophomore this year. He's getting some Division One interest as a sophomore. I believe he was, he's was been at both the Pitt and Penn State prospect camps. So he's someone to keep an eye out, not just for this year, but for the next couple of years after that. Uh, again, they finished 8-4 last year, averaged 37 points a game. They actually won a playoff game at home. They beat Manesson in the first round. And then they were short-circuited by perennial single-A power Rochester in the quarterfinals. I was at that game. It was in a total monsoon. Lost 30-14. to They really could not. Their offense was very limited in that weather. But uh, I know Coach Tanner Geary and Fort Cherry are expecting some big, big things this year and going forward. Uh, they'll be one of the uh, the single A schools that I look forward to watching, along with the the Maple Towns, the Carmichaels, uh, the Shar Houston's of the world. Again, a lot of competitive football here in Southwest Pennsylvania in the Whitfield. And I, I again as I wouldn't be remiss if I uh, could say that how many uh, players I've had a chance to see go on and move on to uh, playing Division One. Uh, got a chance to see Tyler Boyd at Clareton. What a marvelous player he was. His four year starting in Look what he did at Pitt, now playing for the Bengals in Cincinnati. Terrell Pryor, Jeanette, was was the all everything, you know, in some instances was considered the number one recruit in the country. And his his um, wooing from several schools like the Penn States, Ohio States, and Michigan until he finally decided to go play for the Buckeyes and Jim Trestle. His career was something to, to marvel at. Dave Davon Fus at Wash High last year is going to be playing receiver at Rutgers. Uh, here's the hope. And he, uh, has a good career. He was a do-it-all, everything at Wash High. And, of course, we have uh, uh, another local kid from Peters, uh, Donovan McMillan, who uh, took his uh, recruitment. And his final five, I remember, if I'm not mistaken, was Virginia Tech, Oklahoma, Florida. And I believe those are the three finalists. And he chose Florida. And you know, Very rare for a kid from the whip to go uh, uh, play for an SEC power like that. And he... He played for two years there, uh, was a special teams ace and decided he uh, wanted to come home and entered a transfer portal and uh, Pat Narduzzi uh, was able to scoop him up and he will be in the defensive secondary for Pitt this fall competing for a job and hopefully uh, have a chance to get Pitt into the upper echelon of the ACC or help keep them there. So there's always somebody. There are always, there are always you know a handful of players uh, that come out of this region and make something themselves in terms of Division One, and not not just say just D one, but D two and D three as well. I mean, they, they, there's a lot of good football players that have come out of this area, not just you know Division One, but you know the, the Division two and Division three levels as well. So again, this is one of my favorite times of the year as uh, August goes in September, uh, fall is here. You can feel the air cooling a little bit. And it's football time in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, We're going to be putting out content all year. uh, And I'm happy to to have you guys along for the ride. So once again, um, I'm Dave Wipke, and this is the Three Point Stance Podcast.